Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. And now, here are your hosts. All right, welcome to Sporty number 110. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Iceman. And if you're here for something other than football, sorry, try next week. We'll go find another podcast because, yeah, this week it is going to be all football all the time. What you get? It's first week of October. Yeah, that's. It, it, quite honestly, while we're recording, the baseball playoffs are still taking shape. Games one sixty three went on for the NL today. NHL starts. You know, it'll be a day old by the time we post this, and the NBA is still, you know, in the preseason. So you get football, and you will like it. Well, I might, However, I, might be able to, I might be able to squeeze in a a little bit of fucking just observation about how the Red Wings roster is shaping up, but that's, I don't know. We'll see. Cause there's, re- there's, there's really not much to it besides. Well, anyways. how are the Brewers relevant in October? I'm just saying uh, they won enough games because it's not always yeah, 1990. It's always not 1999 in the real world. Like it is in your head. Like it, the real world isn't static. Things change. I, wait, really dude. Really? Did you not remember our fucking our, our show with Todd? He fucking called the Brewers to make the playoffs this year. No, I remember him saying that. I mean, like they've been getting better slowly but surely. And and meanwhile, the Tigers, well, they're the Tigers once again. Right. <laughs> For the Tigers, welcome back to 1999. <laughs> yeah. Break yeah. out your Bobby Higginson jerseys. Yeah, where's Robert Fick? He ain't walking to that door, but, you know. Hey, wait, stop it. I kind of like Bobby Higginson. Man had a cannon for an arm. Well, anyway, since we started with something not football, I guess I'll go on to my little bit of a hockey observation. The Red Wings sent down uh, to finalize their roster this week, and I noticed that uh, uh, I hope I'm – I think it's Giovanni Smith. Yes, Giovanni Smith. Okay. Uh, 20 years old, power forward that the Red Wings drafted with their second overall pick two years ago. So this would be his third season under their control. Uh, the important thing to for me out of his description is power forward. There's no other power forward unless you're talking about Dustin Ablicator in their entire, which is he's really not in their entire roster. And to me, if you're going to draft a guy second overall for that position, and you're going to go with the youth movement like they're trying, they're claiming they're wanting to do, put his ass on 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 the on the big on the big league team and see what he can do. Get him out here and get him playing while he's still young. So to me, it just seems like we're starting to see stuff we never used to see with with. The Red Wings. Bad draft decisions. Not since before all of our voices changed. Y- yeah, yeah. Big time. You know. Has so, there been any has there been any uh major rule changes, Rich? I haven't heard of any. Mm. Nope. Not that I not that I can tell you. Not not major, major. Besides that horrible mascot that fucking the biggest hockey story is the horrible mascot that uh, the the Flyers rolled out called Gritty. Oh, Gritty, yes, yeah. 
Hey, uh, John, John, John Oliver nailed it. That thing looks like Grimace and, and the, the Cookie Monster fucked or something. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that thing looks like, like I thought we were done. That thing looks like uh, that thing is quite a 1970s type mascot. I thought we were done with that kind of crap. I, I, I no <laughs> idea, dude. Talking though. For the wrong reason, for sure. <laughs> I think I, I think I'd, if I was the Flyers, I'd rather they be talking about you know our chances of making a deep cup run this season instead of this walking abortion. <laughs> that we hey, any into. press is good press, right? I guess I don't know. Sure, <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, it, it's the only way John Oliver's ever going to talk about hockey, so. I guess it worked, but yeah. So just just an observation, and yeah, I mean, way to go, Wings. All I can say is, okay, can Eisman hurry up and enjoy his year off so we can sign him as our GM? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right. Let's Mirror. just get this shit over with. Mirror. I mean, I just want to kind of like hit the fast forward button on this season, <laughs> just get it over with. <laughs> <laughs> but all right so th- there there's the extent of our non-football coverage damn it i really wanted to talk about ronaldo <laughs> yeah okay well uh i what give him five minutes i'll take my headset off go use the bathroom and I'll come yeah, all right <laughs> it, it's not even five minutes it's just another victim of sexual assault that's it it's like i told you in the in the pre-chat it's okay so yeah, if you hear the details of his, his is very Cosby esque. Like, hey, come up to my room at two in the morning, kind of shit. Like, Man, that's that shit all started with Mike Tyson. A beauty say, Patrick comes to your hotel room at two o'clock in the morning. It was it, not to sit and get an autograph. Yeah, but <sighs> but the, we yeah. okay. Look, we know what he's thinking. She's coming up there for. Period. All right. Let's be honest. That doesn't mean she's thinking that. And that's that's where you can't say, well, well, what else do you expect to happen? I don't know. Ask her. They were going to play a rousing game of Monopoly? I I don't know. (laughs) Well, the joke's on her. This was the game of life. (laughs) Well, I have no idea. Is he accused of drugging this chick or something? Uh, no, just, uh, you know, hey, come up to my room. It's late. And then, surprise, wiener. Oh, he did the nude move? Well, Earl's a soccer fan. I figured he'd let us know all the details here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did the nude yeah, you're, move. You're, you, yeah, you report about as well as, as, go ahead. Jesus, fuck. I don't even know the details of this story, and you're the one who's going to tell talk about it. Go ahead. No, he, he did the nude move, but. He was trying, as he said, to show his body off. And if anybody has ever seen Ronaldo without a shirt, it's like it, it's ripped, but there's they're very small ripped muscles. He's a so, soccer player. He's not a fucking. Right. He's not a shot putter. Hey, tell him that, not me. He's the one who's trying to brag about showing off his body, and one thing led to another. I mean, this really depends on who you believe. He says one thing led to another. She said he forced it. Man, who do you believe? Bring on the sex dolls. It's a problem solved. 
I don't. I don't know what else to say, dude. I don't know what else to say. I, we, if I was a famous guy, I don't know what I'd do. Whores. It'd be all whores all the time. But I'd have to get no. like five of them at the same time so they could all fucking. I could have like eyewitnesses and shit. I would never want to no. be left in a room with one alone. No, before any. If I was a famous jock or whatever, at the door you would sign a piece of paper. On that contract, you would have understanding of what was going on in that room. <laughs> now that is consent. Nosy <laughs> <laughs> honky reporters. Well, I'm just saying. Seriously, in today's age, everybody has touched somebody. Yeah, that's and it, it's it's kind of the feminist point. Thank you for making it for them. That every male is a sexual is is a sexual deviant. It's sexually assaulted every woman, and every woman's been sexually assaulted. Yeah. You're making their point for them. Keep talking. That I'll, shovel, I'll that make shit, it all day long. That shovel's just getting dirtier. It's uh, not called you, sexual assault. Sticking feathers up your ass doesn't make you a chicken. You touch <laughs> you touch someone in a sexual way against their will, that's sexual assault. That is a definition, legal definition of the word. So I I'm saying it not everybody it was against their will. What I'm saying is Every, every man, almost every man, has had sex at some point in their life. And then 30 years later, when they get, you know, really big and really popular, they, they get accused of sexual assault. Well, when did this supposedly happen with Ronaldo? Not uh, a, it's sure, sure. I guess I'll bring up the details for the love of God. You know, I was trying to, like, shame him into actually opening a tab and typing into Google Ronaldo and seeing what came up, but... Oh, Oh, the yeah, ooh, police are involved. Well, then, yeah, that's that's not thirty years ago. That's not he said, she said. That's an accusation that she went to the police about. There's a little bit difference between you know, oh, something happened thirty years ago that's no one could do anything about, and I'm going to the cops after this happens. Police in Las Vegas have re reopened a sexual assault investigation from 2009 at the request of a woman who alleged she was raped by Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, it happened here. Okay. She did file a report with the police shortly after the incident, so this can't be one of those, why didn't she go to the cops stories. Uh, she reached an out-of-court settlement in 2010 involving a $375,000 payment for agreeing to never go public with the allegations. Which goes back to something a, a few other podcasts I, I tend to listen to frequently have talked about. Non-disclosure agreements aren't worth the paper they're written up on these days. So I don't understand what the point of them is. And on top of that, if you're you can't have a non-disclosure agreement covering up a crime, supposedly. But eh, money, I guess, money buys you justice. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But at the t at the time, see, here's the thing: at the time the report was taken, the victim did not provide detectives with the location of the incident or the suspect description. Okay, and I understand that. But do you also understand that in today's day and age, there's going to be an explanation for everything that you just said? Well, of course she didn't. She just went through a traumatic incident. Not everybody processes trauma the same way, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is why it's, this is why there's really no point in talking about it unless you're a fucking lawyer involved in the situation. Because for everything you say, you're just going to piss somebody off. No, that's why I said there would be a signed document before you entered my room. Because everybody has apparently assaulted a woman at some point in their life. It, it wasn't assault when it happened. 
it was all fun and games. It was all consensual. But now that they're famous and, and big time, and now it's assault. Are you talking about the Ronaldo case, or are you talking about something in else? General, in general. Ronaldo is just another incident that proves or disproves the theory. You hungry today? A little bit. Uh, your mic's reflecting it. Lovely. How's that? There we go. <laughs> I, I don't know. Look, dude. All, all I'm saying is that I'm getting real, real tired of every time I turn on the TV, somebody has touched somebody in their past. Well, I'm sure it's happened quite a few times. I'm also sure it's a whole lot of fucking... <sighs> What do you call it? Like in the eighties with the whole satanic child abuse thing, and then all of a sudden, boom! Everybody was having repressed memories pop up, and and there was the McMillan preschool trial. It turned out to be a bunch of horse shit. That you know, it was a bunch of psychiatrists uh, basically telling the kids what to say, and you know, ruined those people's lives, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Was it panic? I don't know. I what. The problem is, is that half the half the time these allegations are past the 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 point where we can even collect any evidence. I mean, you can't you can't you can't even get a, a rape kit done properly if the person showers after the assault. We're talking you start putting years between an, an alleged assault and someone coming forward. All the, all there is to try that case is in the court of public opinion, and just like everything else in this fucking country at this point, it all fucking depends. Mostly on where you fall on a political spectrum. Very few people will actually get up and go, you know what? If we can't put this to the test via due process, then this is just an, this is just an allegation. Doesn't mean anything. Very few people are willing to say that because you know what they're going to get called. You know it just as well as I do. Yeah, I just I, I've pretty much had enough. Every time somebody says, "Oh, he he sexually assaulted me," I just okay. Well, I, I'm sure that the whole Me Too movement is happy to hear that that's the that, that you went the exact opposite route of what they were hoping it, they were getting people to do. It's like I've said already. It's just like you were saying about racist and sexist. You say it so damn much, it loses its meaning. Yeah, if you cry wolf a whole fuck ton a lot, it's going to get people to go. Yeah, I don't really fucking think so this time. I'm not falling for this again. The problem is we 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 don't really know what the fuck has happened. In the vast, vast majority of these cases. And we'll never know. The people who will know are the two people, or sometimes I guess more, who were there and involved. And that's it. So I just... What do you do? What do you do, what do, you do man? I, I told you what I do. I, I just can't anymore. Uh, you're, t- t- you're walking the line. I can't walk with you, man. Because it's... Oh, I can go solo on this one. I, I'm okay with it. I just, every day I turn on the fucking TV, some athlete has touched somebody so many years ago. and Well, it's, it's well, with a lot of these, actually with most of them, nobody's been proven that they've made any of this shit up yet. Like, well, actually, there was, be- there, was, there was a case just, just like in the last couple of weeks. I swore we talked about it on this show about a woman accused two uh, college football players of rape. And then three years later... Yeah, she went to prison for <laughs> lying. She, 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 rescinded, she rescinded her story and basically admitted to lying. And the judge sentenced her to a year in prison 
and she was like laughing at the judge and rolling her eyes while he was like chewing her out and sentenced her to the year. Like she was acting like, oh, okay, whatever. So I mean, yeah. And what's going to happen is you're going to have people go, well, you can't let that one case color how you look at every other case. And that, that's fair. That's fair. Everything's got to be taken on a case-by-case basis. Unless you refuse to go to court or unless it can't go to court, then it gets put into the kangaroo court that is the court of public opinion. Yeah, but Rich, how can you prove that it was consensual at the time and then, you know, now they're saying it's rape or how can you say it's rape at the time and they're saying it's consensual now? You can't. Yeah. It's a perfect crime to accuse somebody of because the more they fight against it, the more they look guilty. Exactly. So when when these athletes come out and they say this shit and I didn't do it and like Ronaldo and your fake news and all this, he, he looks more guilty. But what if he's telling the truth? I don't. I. What do you want me to say, dude? I've talked I've, I've talked to women who I've known for decades about this subject. And I said, you know, what happens when these accusations start being leveled against innocent men and their their response was we don't care well all right well there, there's the bread and butter you, and then if and, and for those women in particular i said well if you don't care about justice i don't care what happens to you how about that and they didn't really like that very much i was like well, well it, it it goes in reverse if you if you don't care about the man and and the justice and injustice done to him then i don't care about the sex and how it was done to you consensual or not and on this week's supplemental episode of unregimented earl will be talking about sexual assault for the first 30 minutes <laughs> general right anyways just just to wrap that up it, it's getting redonkulous to, to hear how many athletes have had sexual encounters that are now deemed sexual assault it's just Actually, I want to correct your statement because, quite honestly, if there's one world this whole Me Too thing has kind of steered clear of, it's been the sports world. There have been very few athletes involved in this whole thing. This is why I feel this is a backdoor way of trying to talk about something else. Well, I mean, not really, because you got Kobe Bryant, uh, Tiger Woods. Involved in Me Too? Was Tiger Woods accused of rape even? Oh, he no. was so. He was accused of fucking everything that, that would let him. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe Bryant cheated on his wife, and that was like 14 years ago, by the way. Hashtag Twitter didn't exist back then. <clears throat> the only athlete I could think of that top is that went down in all this is Marshall Falk, and he technically isn't oh, yeah. an athlete anymore. Oh, I forgot about all that. Yeah, as a broadcaster. Well, didn't it cost like a bunch of guys? It was the NFL Network their jobs. Yep, Marshall Falk, and he's the only on air. Oh, I thought uh, Warren Sapp got got axed too, or <laughs> he did. It was just over something else. No, I did. Warren, I think Warren Sapp's hooker adventure got him. Warren, Warren Sapp got Warren Sapp axed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All he had to do was pay the whore. If he pays that hooker, he's probably he's probably still sitting at that desk. Uh, uh, so, yeah, you know, football. Good times. <laughs> Brought up Warren Sapp. Let's go right into football. Let's start with the college. 
<laughs> and 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 I have to ask. I I almost want to know what what drugs are they handing out at ESPN? Because according to Heather Dinich, Din Dinesh, I'm not sure how you pronounce that name. She's a ESPN senior writer. She wrote up an article for ESPN.com talking about the nine teams that still have a chance at the college football playoff title. And, I mean, it's pretty much who you'd expect. At number one, they got Alabama with a 75.4% chance to make the playoffs and a 32.6% chance to win a title. And they go on to explain when all they need to say is, it's Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's why. Two is the Buckeyes. Yeah, they just need one name there. <clears throat> Two is the Buckeyes. Three is Georgia Bulldogs. Four is Clemson Tigers. Five is the Fighting Irish. Which, okay, by the way, we're at five. Chance to make the playoffs, 47%. Chance to win the title, 6%. And right now we're still at the usual suspects. Uh, well, I mean, Notre Dame's kind of making a comeback. And, I mean, there was a lot of people that said, are they really a good team or did they just beat a bad Michigan team? I think it's a little bit of both. <laughs> That's... I don't think Michigan's great, which is why I'll save it for the end. Um, number six, Oklahoma. Seven, Penn State. Eight, Washington Huskies. And at nine, the Michigan Wolverines, with a 8.1% chance to make the playoffs and a 1.1% chance to win the title. And what trends in their favor, according to this article, Michigan is number 11 in defensive efficiency. And we saw that strength in its win against Northwestern. <laughs> the University of Michigan? I want to know. Were they watching the same game from this yeah. year? I want to, you know, the reporter that wrote this, I want to ask her, like, did we watch the same game? Were you watching ESPN Classic? Yeah, but yeah were you watching the game from 2018 against Midwestern, Northwestern? Uh, that yeah. team is trash, and it took them. They beat them by three. This, yeah, but it it is a female reporter's point of view. Oh boy, I don't give she, a she fuck. She likes the colors. She likes the colors. <laughs> okay, all right. Easy joke, obvious joke, out of the way. I mean, let's be honest here. Come on, this is what this is why state fans hate Michigan. Because that block M buys them so much leeway in the press compared to that fucking block S. It, 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 I would put state in at number nine before I'd yeah. put Yeah. Okay, that's just all there is to it, you know. So, but what, I don't know. This is, this is why I'm like, oh. It's, this is when it sucks to be a Michigan fan because I can't defend this. This is purely just a national bias towards of the, of between the Wolverines and the Spartans, a bias towards the Wolverines. And yes, 100%. I, I mean, and it's like, I just got to hang my head in shame and be like, oh. couldn't she have put anybody else? <laughs> I mean, like, and she looked at the rest of Michigan's schedule. Yeah, that's, you know, so the trend's in her favor, she says, number you know, 11. I, you know what, it's because they're 3-1. and one. That's why. It's got to be, because they've only lost one game so far. They haven't come up against the the end of October when they're going to be fucking, like, you know, 3-4. and four. Yeah, 
Well, she says under what's missing, she says a head coach who has previously won a conference title. Jim Harbaugh is 1-5 against Michigan State, Ohio State, and hasn't won a division yet. The Wolverines also don't have anyone currently in the Heisman debate. Michigan's also missing wins over ranked opponents as it lost the chance for one in the season opener against Notre Dame. Wolverines have a three-game stretch beginning October 13th against number 16 Wisconsin, number 20 Michigan State, number 11 Penn State that will define their season. That's going to yeah, that's going to be called the find 'em, fuck 'em and flee three game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> three game stretch. <laughs> okay, Michigan's going to be hashtagging me too after that three game stretch. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> like show us on the doll where Wisconsin touched you. It's <laughs> just gonna be everywhere. It's just, it's... Now, now flip the doll over on its face and show us where Michigan State went in dry. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everybody thought that first thirty minutes was bullshit. It was a setup, folks. <laughs> yeah, I come on. I mean, we've been over this. Anyone who watched that Michigan Northwestern game, it, 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 oh God! Just listening to it, I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" How many? What was it? The first half, they had almost seventy-five yards in penalties. I think at the end of the first half, they had like sixty-some yards in penalties. They had one drive that went seventy-five yards. They scored on. The rest of their drives combined in that first half didn't add up to the yardage they had in the one scoring drive they had. This is not a dominant team. This is not a team that, that looks to be making a dent in the Big Ten, okay, let alone on the national stage. Get the fuck out of here. I, <laughs> that was Ohio State playing Northwestern. It would have been like 62-3. to three. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, what's going to happen is Michigan's going to, like, end up trucking someone like Rutgers. And people go, oh, see, see? And it's like, yeah, you basically threw a fucking a high school practice squad out there against Michigan. Of course that's what they fucking did. What did you think was going to happen? Come on now. I mean, uh, it, it's, yeah. She said of the also-rans also that there's, you know, LSU and West Virginia. Uh, those are her pretty much her, her her ones that are just on the bubble of her opinion of being able to make it in. Both with a six point four percent chance to make the playoffs and a point six percent chance to win it all. <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know. It, well, I mean. ESPN isn't Connecticut. It's next to Massachusetts and New Hampshire and Vermont. They all got that legal weed. <laughs> you think they're just passing that around the fucking bullpen at ESPN here? Yeah. Smoke this and write something. We got to fill in that. We got we to gotta justify people paying for ESPN+. Plus. Like, has she watched Michigan play at all this year? That is not a national championship team. I absolutely agree with you. Period. End of story. I mean, like, it, the Lions like, could beat them. Maybe. That's that's not a, that's that's not a team that's even looking at winning the fucking Big Ten championship, let alone getting into the playoffs. That's a team that's looking at winning their division in the Big Ten. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But hey, that block M goes a long way. I guess. Go blue. I guess so, man. This is I. This is as close as I can ever come to saying. I, I, I now feel sympathy for you, Sparties. I get it. Like, I understand. 
Like when I was younger, I just didn't want to admit it. Now I'm just like, oh, this is this is this is just a bad team, and and they're they're still in 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 the in the national championship hunt talk. Get the fuck out of here. Take away the block M. They they are not in this conversation. Period. So yeah. Yeah, but that block S isn't looking too far off either. Michigan needs a quarterback in a bad way that actually wants to stay and play right. But Michigan State needs a lot of help. A lot of help. In what departments? Every department. You can't sit there and talk about Michigan and how bad they looked against Northwestern and dismiss how bad Michigan State looked against Chippewas. Come on now. Okay, go ahead. How are you going to let them score 20 points? Okay, thank you very much. That 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 that's your argument. Yeah, that's a, that's a game you should be just killing them, killing them. If they get three, it's because you didn't want them to feel bad on the bus ride home. Well, didn't they beat the fuck out of them? But you're just upset that they put up twenty points. Michigan State scored thirty-five. It was thirty-five to twenty-one, or or thirty-one to twenty. Excuse me. They beat them by eleven. Now, if Michigan can beat them by a field goal. Michigan State beating Central Michigan by 11? Eh, Come on now. Still a two-store game. It's, it's not like it was close. Okay. And what, what, and, what, and what exactly, where does State need? You just said they need help. Where? Every, uh, everywhere. They need it on offense. They need it on defense. So basically you got nothing. You're, you're giving a generic answer because you got nothing. No, I got everything, dude. You're, you're throwing everything and all your hopes and dreams of this season in the rookie. He he's not everything you need him to be. He's not even close. Do you? I mean, do you even have a decent running back you can hand to? It's running back by committee back there. They need help. But if you want to maintain your Sparty pride, go ahead. You tell me how they don't. Well, if you're going to if you're going to sit here and talk about they allowed twenty the chips to score twenty points on them, basically you're saying they need to get better on defense, have more stout defense. I'm pretty sure any team would take that. I mean. Are they selling them on the, at the corner store? Because they are Tampa Bay. Go pick one up. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, 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 yeah. I'm sorry with Chris on this one. That's it, like a generic answer. Okay. Right. <laughs> That's my generic answer. When I when I come across when you guys just you're gonna have your pen and come hell or high water. Okay. Well, no, I mean, we gave when we said Michigan needs help. We gave specific examples. We didn't just go everything. You, you I just told you, you you don't have the f- everything quarterback that you're portraying. You have in the working. You have running back by committee. Do you even know a receiver in your core? Uh, Cody White. Okay, you know one guy. Yay! <laughs> My case rests, Your Honor. You asked me to name a receiver. I named a receiver. Right. So. They they need they are not a dominating team. They're not one that's going to go all the way this season. They don't have an everything quarterback. They don't have a, a premier running back. Their defense can't stop people. I mean, you're, you're hopeful at best. All right. You just you you, you got to succumb to the this isn't Michigan's year. Period. Anywhere state, U of M, Lions. It's just not. <laughs> Let alone, it's, I uh, see five more wins for state. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. They got Northwestern this week. They got Penn State the week after that. Have fun. 
They got Michigan after that. There's a win. They got Purdue. There's a win. They got Maryland. There's a win. They got Ohio State. Have fun. And then they close out the season with uh, Nebraska and Rutgers. So, yeah, one, two, three, four, five. I see six more wins for Michigan State. Uh Uh-huh. And what's that going to do for you? In your schedule, you just named the people that are going to beat you and take take your conference away from you. So what do you want? Finish better it's than Michigan. It's not your year. This is what's going to happen. Okay, so they finish better than Michigan. Spoken if like you first party. or last, Ricky Bobby, what are you doing over there? He beat Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> oh, there I go. Look, it's, I, I agree with you on that. That it's not it's not any college football team in the state of Michigan's here. Period. End of story. So <clears throat> that we can agree on wholeheartedly. But this this unconditional love slash blowjob on demand that the national media gives Michigan, I, I it's 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 starting to rub me the wrong way now. It's like, come on, guys, stop. I mean, really. <laughs> What have they done in the last decade to deserve that? What what has what what has this team done with Harbaugh to deserve that? A whole lot of nothing. No, that's the supporters and the alumni right there. They're buying that press. I, I money talks. Wouldn't be surprised if they said, you know, hey, if we put Michigan in at number nine. Maybe we'll get a few more clicks. God knows Michigan travels better nationally than, than state does, but <clears throat> oh. everybody loves Jim. I, yeah, I guess Jesus and khakis run around with a shirt off like Matthew McConaughey's older brother with fetal alcohol syndrome. It's just it's such an endearing thing. I don't know. But all right, so should we move on to the week that was in professional football yes yes we shall my week of what the fuckings my week of i was so right until the last fucking second then i was so wrong (laughs) that's what you want to call it man i call it you took a bunch of losses (laughs) the last 10 seconds of each fucking game made gave me the losses yeah an l's an l baby that's exactly it yep that's how that works. I'll take it. Oh, I mean, let's start. Let's start with the Thursday night game: Rams and Vikings. Oh. I got that one right. Uh huh. Yeah, but if you bet the spread on this, boy, are you pissed? Because the, the yeah, the it's uh, I was in Vegas and my buddy was like, "Hey, should I bet the uh, should I bet the Vikings Rams game?" I was like, "No, no, you should not." I was like. First of all, I, told him, I, said, I think Minnesota might win. But second of all, they're not covering that spread. Those are two good teams with good offenses. And, yeah, man, this is a goddamn, well, yeah, I want to call it a shootout. But, I mean, it, Goff won if it was a shootout. Well, Four, what, almost, 65 yards, five TDs. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, he almost 500 yards, five touchdowns. That's some Madden shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, all went nuts in this game. I mean, it's it, it's looking like the NFC's going through, uh, through L.A. at this point. 
Who'd have thought three years ago we'd be sitting here going, NFC's going through the LA Rams. Yeah. And the AFC's going through the Kansas City Chiefs. Yes. You did. Credit where credit's due, you said. Rams defense. Well, yeah, but I didn't think the fucking they were going to be as dominant as they were, as quick as they were, and I also didn't think they would trade away all their future for to win now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one other than Jared Goff and the way he's playing lights out, one of the biggest things to take away from that is if if the Vikings lose one more game, panic button. Yeah. I try. I tried to tell you at the end of the season they fucked up. They should not have traded Case Keenum. He had a rapport with that offense he it was just stellar took him a long way last year and you threw him away for Kirk cousins come on nope. they'll be fine well she said that and they're one two and one they are not fine they will be fine trust me Stefan Diggs is, that guy's already he had a monster year Thielen's already had him like that's a thing cousins doesn't have a favorite receiver with those two his favorite receiver with those two is who is the open one. Okay. I mean, but look who the Vikings have played. They had to play Green Bay. They've had to play the Rams. Oh, right. And last season, they were on top of all of them. They were stellar. You could say Case Keenum had freaking, you know, favorite okay. receivers or whatever. Last year's but- season for Case Keenum is going to be an anomaly, dude. He sucks. Look at the rest of his career. He look, is awful. Look at the rest of his career. Who is he throwing to in Denver? Emmanuel Sanders and the corpse of Demarius Thomas. Okay. There it is. He doesn't have half the help in, in Denver that he had in Minnesota. Yeah, and he's 2-2 two two because of that defense in Denver. That, that You talk about that's another team that's running back by committee. Exactly. And when he was in St. Louis, or when he was in L.A., he had nothing. You put somebody around him that could catch a ball, run a ball, you get deep in the playoffs. Well, isn't that any quarterback? No. Honestly? No. How are you doing, Matthew Stafford? Who's around him? Please tell me around him who can run the ball. Who's who's ever been around him that can run? Who's ever been around him that can run the ball? Reggie Bush. He could run a ball. When healthy. Okay. And five years before he came to Detroit, when the ghost of Reggie Bush dressed in a Lions uniform for a while, but that wasn't the Reggie Bush of fucking 2005, 2006, 2007, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that wasn't I have to give my Heisman back, Reggie Bush. That was I got dumped by Kim Kardashian, Reggie Bush. Well, if, if you're Minnesota and you lose next week's or, the, or this coming week's game, yeah, you're... you're <laughs> You're looking at some bullshit because you got Chicago to contend with that no one thought Chicago would be sitting on top of the division at this point. We were a quarter of the way through the fucking season, and they're at the top of the, the NFC North. Before that Cleo Mack trade, you can't tell me anyone was picking them to do that besides the, the Chicago version of you, Earl, their version of, of, of ice. You know, so I don't know. I really don't have a dog in this fight. I think Minnesota is believing a little bit of their own hype. I mean, that 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 tie to me tells me more than than the loss, but that's just the way I look at it. I mean, that's that's going to come back and bite them. The only thing that might save them is Green Bay is also tied because I mean, <laughs> their win percentages as of right now, which is how they're they're going to be the division is going to be decided is one win and one loss difference. I, I look at it like this. M- Minnesota's almost as bad as Detroit in record. 
And that's just not true. That team's better than, than Detroit. Well, absolutely. Detroit wouldn't even have that win if it wasn't the fucking Patriots they were playing that week. Right. And it's not like they raised their game up to a Patriot level. They knew what the fuck was coming because of who their head coach is. Exactly. So I'm just saying there's some issues in Minnesota that needs to be addressed quickly. Well, what I loved is where's all the uh, the strutting around and shit that I saw after the uh, the New England win from the Lions fans? You know, all the calling into the local shows and, oh, we're just going to fucking... We're going to house Dallas, man. We're going no. to Jerry World. Because we're dog shit. And we're going to tear the three of us. Like, oh, no. If you want to talk about shit. that one, I I told you, they always find a way to lose. That's why I love them. They're always going to be you. That's just the Lions. They always find a way. Yeah. it was it, it, That Detroit-Dallas game was another classic snatching defeat from the Jaws of Victory performance. <laughs> They, they right. had him twice. They they had Dak Prescott fumble on the game-winning drive. Had him fumble and couldn't get to the ball. Had him backed up, way backed up, and let him bomb one to Ezekiel Elliott. Hey, thanks for the points in the fantasy league, but damn. Seriously? You can't guard Zeke? Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott only has Zeke to throw to. He's lost Jason Witten. He lost Des Bryant. Who's he got? Cole yeah, you Beasley? Gotta- and how awful does that mean we are? Because I said it last week, and I'll say it again this week. Their offense is Dak and Zeke. You got beat by two people, Lions. Two people beat you on Sunday. Two fucking people beat you on Sunday. But, you know, I've been hearing, oh, it was it was only a two-point game, man. Lions are real close. They can just get over that hump. You and know, the they never sh- can. The it same is- shit I've been hearing since fucking, what, the mid-90s now? There's a little engine that couldn't. There's a little engine that never will. That's what I'm saying. There's a little engine that couldn't. They chugga, chugga, chugga. Ah, oh, fuck it. And just let it roll back down the hill. I know I can't. I know I can't. I know I can't. I thought I could. I thought I could. I thought I could. But the other part is you can't, you can't bag on Stafford for Sunday. 24 for 30, 307 yards, two touchdowns. He did his job. No, absolutely. And that's... That's the that's the sad part, and it goes back to you know something I said, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple weeks ago. Obviously, he's just not the type to be like, look, I went out there and fucking put up like goddamn good stats, and we're sitting, we're still sitting here losing. This shit's got to stop. I'm not you wasting that, my career here. With if, if you don't want to win, get the fuck off my team. Yeah, here's a stat from another NFC quarterback from Sunday: twenty-two for forty, two hundred ninety-eight yards, one touchdown. That's Aaron Rodgers. That's Aaron Aaron Rodgers. He won his game. You know what the funny part about this is, is I was just going to say that, not that part, but Aaron Rodgers won his game, goes out to the press and blasts his team. Says how they got a championship defense and not even a playoff caliber offense. And he won 22-0. He's not wrong either. His offense blows. Well, I understand that, but the funny part is, is he's, he won. Matt has, Stafford goes out there, plays his ass off, blows his stats out of the water, and, and just, meh, it happens. It's yeah, the Packers have Devontae Adams. End of list. That it, it, it's That's all they got. Was it, I mean, it, it's no secret that, he, that, that Rodgers was salty over Jordy Nelson being allowed to walk. I mean, is this just... 
him still fucking getting salty over it. Well, yeah. Who? Yeah. Who'd they replace him with? Geronimo Allison? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, look, isn't it? Isn't it like if you have a quarterback of Aaron Rodgers' caliber who has a connection with a receiver, you ride that receiver till the wheels come off? Yeah. No, because I just said Minnesota did that with Case Keenum. Had a connection with the whole receiving court. The whole fucking offense had it. He said receiver, not quarterback. I'm talking about a specific quarterback-wide receiver combination. So, yeah, if... Rodgers doesn't have that type of connection with any of the receivers on his team at the time. I can see where he's getting pissed off because he's like, I had to go out there and fucking sling this ball around like I'm, a, you know, like crazy just to fucking get the 22 points on the fucking board. And look at who they did it against. It's not like it was shocking that they were going to win that game, but still, it's like. Well, yes, that's Cobb the, also, right? That's the difference between enough is enough, this is horse shit. I'm, t- I'm done with fucking losing type of leader. And, well, we're going to try to look and find the positives to talk about in this. Okay, well. The- <laughs> well, it was only two points. <laughs> Exa- exactly. Exactly. And that, that, that well, it, it was close enough. That's not good enough. This isn't fucking horseshoes or hand grenades. All right? There's no such things close enough. It's wins and losses is what fucking matters. And, I mean, I, I if I was a Lions fan, I'd be pissed. I'd be looking at Matt Stafford at this point being like, okay, you going to wake up to the reality of the situation you're in anytime soon? That you signed the contract saying you want to be here? Then, then why don't you fucking step up and be the leader this team needs? That, that's the whole reason for my abandoning the team this year. Because nobody will do it. Not Matt Stafford, not the coaches, nothing, nobody. The, the players, nobody's ever going to stand up and go, losing season is over. Winning season is here. Let's go at all costs. I don't. But, but damn the but, torpedoes. I'm going to take you to Let's task go. on this. What is what is, is that all? Is that what you want? Oh, we're done losing. It's time to win. I mean, you get, it takes a lot more than that, Earl. You're right. It does take a lot more than that, Chris. But that's where it starts, Hoss. And there ain't a person in that locker room that'll do it. There's not one person in the locker room that says, "Follow it's me." Bullshit I got starts. This. How many times has it been done throughout our lives? Bullshit. Stop talking and start doing. You tell me that needs to be winning season all you want. You know, talk is cheap, motherfucker. Quote DMX. Well, absolutely. That's what I'm telling you. Let's go. Follow me. I will lead you. Start yanking the knot in these people's asses when they drop passes that hit them right in the fucking hands. When they bounce a pass off their pads off their chest pad, and it gets intercepted. Jerk them out in their ass on the sideline. Hold them accountable. It ain't going to happen. The thing is, is that he's been here long enough for for him to set that as his reputation. And he has the exact opposite reputation. That's It's too late. It's, it's just too late, man. You're not going to, you, you can't, you can't all of a sudden just go, I'm going to be the hard ass because everyone's going to go, oh, okay. Okay, Stafford, go make another Pizza Hut commercial. That's cute. Doesn't your wife have to have to tweet out something in your defense because you can't even fucking speak up in your own defense? I mean, it's it's ten years of this shit now. I mean, that's the one thing I I don't know. Tampa Bay got fucking ass fucked this week, and their coach come out and basically said, "Fire my ass." Yeah, I'm sticking with Jameis. He's going to play here longer than I am. He's going to be here longer than I am. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's a statement. I mean, it, 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 
he, he, I mean, to flat out say everybody on that field, starting with me, should be fired. It pretty much tells you what he thinks of his team's performance. Well, yeah, and the, and the fist magic's over, huh? That didn't take long. <laughs> it's because he ran into a defense. It was like, yeah, okay. I know how to study tape, dipshit. Yeah, well, yeah. They played two real. They played two real teams, and all of a sudden, they're two and two. I. That's why I. So that's why I told you guys. I'm just enjoying the ride. Ride's over. Okay. <laughs> I'm not shocked. Yeah, Trubisky. <laughs> six touchdowns. Six. Oh, yeah. yeah, they made him look like a Hall of Famer. I told you. Haven't I been saying all fucking season so far that defense is bullshit? This is not a Bucks team that's trying to win like they did back in the day by building a, just a beast of a defense. This is a Bucks team that's trying to be a high-scoring, high-flying, put some asses in the seats with, with, with shootouts. And the problem is they don't have the players to do it every single week, week in, week out. Trubisky only threw 26 passes, and he threw 354 yards and six touchdowns. That is nuts. Yeah, but see, there, there's the you know the two teams right there, the Bucks and, and the Bears. They have leaders that are on the defense. It doesn't have to be Matt Stafford. It could be anybody. I, on, uh, on the Ravens, when they were the big shit, it was almost everybody on the defense. You had two linebackers. Obviously, like Ray Lewis was the biggest one, you know, but you had Ed Reed as their safety. I mean, it just, you, you got to have leaders like that in your clubhouse that go, look here, little fucking rookie. You're going to come up to this level and you're going to come up faster. We're going to sit your ass down. You don't have that with Detroit. And, and matter of fact, you don't have that with uh, the Bucks anymore. There's nobody in that clubhouse that says, get on my back. I got this. I mean, Jameis tried, but his, you know, nah. Dude, the best, the best pitcher I've seen is from, I think it was last season when he was doing the whole eat the W thing, and you just see Jackson in the background making a face like this motherfucker's retarded, and it's just like, it, it, there you go, it's just not working, dude. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Take another shot, but I mean, after I remember his his what was it. His uh, 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 post-game interview with the... So I looked at my team and I said, are you good? They said, yeah, we good. I said, okay, well, I'm good. So if we good, we strong. And I was like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, but... <laughs> I, I, I hate to keep shitting on your Tampa parade, but he is one, like, average season away from being, like, the record holder for everything as far as Tampa Bay quarterbacks go. Absolutely. And it speaks to how shitty they've had a quarterback. <sighs> the history of the Tampa Bay creamsicles would have changed if they'd have kept Steve Young. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, Tampa actually, Bay's never been known for their offensive weapons. It was always <laughs> their defense. <laughs> why, why do you think the most popular player in Tampa Bay on their offense for a long time was a fullback named Mike Allstott because <laughs> he was the only thing that was exciting to watch. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, man. Man, was he exciting. Well, he couldn't play today. Every play, he's dropping his fucking head, and he's just fucking barreling dudes over. He couldn't do that to the, these days. There's no way. There's no fucking way. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, that, that, was, that was why he was, and he was a workhorse, and that's why he was so beloved in Tampa. But... No, yeah, absolutely. only the big hitters could take him down. 
Well, absolutely. Tampa is is a is a has been a dumpster fire waiting to happen. That's why I haven't been talking shit. I haven't been like, oh, this is for real because it's not. It's not this. It, those two wins, I, their wins, I'll take them. But I don't feel like I don't feel like that they're a team that should be sitting at five hundred. I think that they should probably be sitting at zero and four. Fitzpatrick came out and played out of his fucking mind. That's the only reason to fucking they they do have those two wins. And now that 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 he changed his underwear or whatever the fuck he did, and the magic's gone. Now we have. Captain Crableg in there, and a head coach who's saying, "Fire me!" So, <laughs> please fire me. <laughs> I mean, I give him points for honesty with his press conference. It, 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 yeah, it, it was kind of Jim Mora asked like, playoffs. Yeah, I just hope we can win a game. <laughs> See, I, I went to the Cardinals head coach with Green, Dennis Green. <laughs> You want to crown them? And crown their asses. <laughs> we are who we thought we were. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens, man. They, they, you know, pulled the fucking, pulled the glass zipper off of Cinderella. Then hey. And a stagecoach turned into a pumpkin. <laughs> Speaking of they are who they thought we were. What's up, Miami? How you doing? How's that mud hole in your ass? <laughs> New England had two losses in a row to go. Yeah, one of them from the Lions. Yeah, oh yeah. They were, yeah, they were not losing this game unless Dan Marino somehow was quarterbacking and it was 30 years ago. And a sniper took out Brady. Yeah. Tom Yeah, the only reason they'd be losing is cuz Tom Brady would be 6 because it would be 1984. <laughs> <laughs> At six years old, he could still go out there and probably beat the Wolverines. <laughs> and Belichick system, absolutely. <laughs> oh shit! But, yeah, yeah, that 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 that. Uh, well, the Pats are fine. I, I I don't know about all that. That's where that's where you and I go part ways, dude. They yeah, I ain't bad. going that far with it. It's the Dolphins. It's like saying it's the Lions. In most days, but it's the Dolphins, dude. Come on. They lost to a bad Lions team. They lost to a Jacksonville team that, well, is a, it, what, are they going to run on you all day? Okay. So that defense proved that it can't handle that. I mean, and Miami, I, they're not world beaters. Uh, there might be a little – win some games that matter against some teams that matter. Start being, start being New England again. I mean, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. But I'm not ready to give him a fucking clean bill of health. Not just yet. But I, just like I have always said when we talked about New England in the playoffs, you can't doubt them until they give you reason to. Because, shit, we all watched the Super Bowl. We're like, this shit's over. It's halftime. And what happened? Dun, 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 on his white horse. <laughs> Which, by the way, weren't we sitting here... A year ago, probably in the exact same spot, talking about New England. Uh, what's going on in New England? Have we done this for like the last four years? No, no. To be fair, it was near the end of the season when that article came out, and it was talking about all the the behind the scenes bullshit in New England. And w- at least I said, I don't know how much faith I put in that article, but if the wheels come off and they continue, and, and the next season comes and they start having problems right out the gate. Then I gotta give that article. I gotta lend it some weight. I'm leaning towards lending that article some weight. Sounds like for whatever reason, 
everybody's not on the same page. But it's New England, so I can't I can't put it past them to write the ship in record time. No, I, but I'm just pointing out because I'm looking at their schedule from last year. Last year we were sitting in this. They were sitting in the exact same week with the exact same record, two and two. And everyone's talking about all oh, this. Yeah, without Brady though. Was that well, last year? Or was that the year before? I thought that was last year. Yeah. Remember, because that's when the conspiracy theory started with Iceman about uh, uh, they, they, Tom they, Brady. We need Tom Brady. Uh, you no, said it was the year they, before, wasn't it? Because the year before, because uh, because Jacoby Brissett was one of the quarterbacks, and Jacoby Brissett was the quarterback for uh, uh, Indy last year. You're right. You're right. You're right. He did. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Wow. I'm getting uh, <laughs> getting forgetful. Of my old age. Was 2016, yeah. He played. Uh, Brady played every game last year. Yeah. So they lo- let's see. They lost to the the they lost to the Chiefs and the Panthers last year, and they beat the the Texans and the Saints in the first four weeks. And I remember last year after the first month. Oh, is this oh? And then yeah, what well, they they finished 13 and three. So yeah, I'm not going to pronounce the corpse dead just yet in Boston. No, but if you're looking to hit a panic button, how are you doing, Falcons? I was going to say, yeah, Atlanta. That's that's where I'd be hitting a panic button because that team is stacked offensively, even though Devontae Freeman's hurt. I mean, that team's got offense, and they can't seem to buy a W. Yeah, one and three record. Ouch. And, and Matt Ryan's looking like Matt Ryan from, like, two years ago. So he's doing his job because, again, I mean – in this game, 29 for 39, 419 yards, three touchdowns. Matt Ryan did his job. But what, what, what does he got to do? Score all the touchdowns himself? Well, what is it with Julio Jones? Does he just not like to catch touchdowns anymore? I, yeah, I mean, it's not in receptions for 173 yards. I mean, he had, you know, he had a decent day. He's the receiving leader. He's got over 500 yards receiving in four games. It's just... He he hasn't caught a touchdown yet. It's yeah, like really? Calvin Ridley's got what four touchdowns in the last two games. Yeah, he's the only receiver who has multiple touchdowns. Snoo Hooper and Coleman have one each, and uh, uh, Logan Paulson who has one. So I mean, it's I I wait, what's going on, Julio? Are you afraid of the end zone? Did you not come up with a good celebration? <laughs> Well, no, just the knock against him is he's always been a great receiver, just he sucks in the red zone, and he just continues to do so, apparently. I I mean, I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't know his stats well enough to, to fucking say uh, what he's done every year. I'm like, hold on a sec. Let me see here. Yeah, I mean, his career high is 2012. He had 10 uh, receiving touchdowns. His next, his next highest was 2015. He had eight, and then a couple yeah, wasn't seasons. Wasn't 2012 with, like his rookie year? 2011 was his rookie year. He had eight also. They had two seasons with six, a season with three, which was his last year, and a season with two receiving touchdowns. But that was a sh- uh, short. It was his, I believe, injury shortened season, 2013. So I mean, yeah, I guess it's just. Uh, none, none, and you're the guy. You're the receiver. I don't know. It, it seems like they're. It seems like they're in dire need of a fucking tight end that it, it wants to be in that end zone. Mm-hmm. And are we buying 
these three and one Bengals. <sighs> I, I mean, but Marvin Lewis has been the coach for like the last twenty five years. At least it seems like. I, I'm not buying into it as much as I'm not denying it. it. They're middle of the road for me. And looking at the rest of their schedule, they got the Dolphins, the Steelers, the Chiefs, the Bucks, the Saints, the Ravens, the Browns, the Broncos, the Chargers, the Raiders, and then they close it out with the Browns and Steelers. They don't exactly have an easy schedule. I mean, yeah, you get the Browns a couple times, but this also this, these aren't the Browns of last year. Uh, you know. They're not the Browns of the 70s or the late 60s either, but yeah, I'm kind of with you guys. Like Cincinnati to me has always just been a team that's just kind of, eh. and well, didn't we go through this? Folder. Marvin Lewis has never won a fucking playoff game in Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's quite telling right there. And I they mean, got AJ Green. They got Tyler Boyd, you know, Joe Mixon's banged up. And apparently, you know, the red rocket is, uh, or rifle or whatever the fuck you're supposed to call them, is serviceable. Red rocket sounds like a dog's dick. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean, of the of the three and one teams in the AFC North, I would I would say the Ravens are a legit more legit three and one team than the Bengals. But see, I'm not buying them either. They're they're off it. They got Joe Flacco. They got John Brown. End of list. Well, you gotta you gotta buy somebody in that fucking division because Pittsburgh, as you said, perfectly is broken. And, and you know, Joe Flacco's oh, yeah. thrown to the corpse of Michael Crabtree. You know, Cleveland. Yeah, all right. They got the Baker. You know, Mayfield. New hotness. How long is that going to last? The excitement from that's going to wear off eventually, and then they're going to be like, God damn it, we're still fucking the Browns. Well, that that happened this week against the Raiders. Chucky finally won. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's like, God damn it, we're the Browns. We forgot for a second. Yeah, but they both put up they put up 42 points. It's a lot of points, but then again, they also let 45 through. So, it's like I just said, I was right all the way up to last 10 seconds, fucker. <laughs> I was right except for when it proved me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was absolutely no, 100% right, right until I was absolutely had, 100% wrong. No, because they only had 10 seconds left to prove me wrong, and so many people proved me wrong in the last 10 seconds of the fucking game. Oh, boo-hoo. You know what? What do you want me to fucking say? Ted Williams even struck out every once in a while. Every now and again. But no, I mean, Pittsburgh is that... I, I'm not ready to scrap the season because, once again, it's Pittsburgh. And when I, when I say scrap the season, I mean, they... they I, at this point, I would say a 500 finish. Scrapping the season to me is sub 500 for them. But something is absolutely wrong in that fucking in that organization. Yeah. Called number 26. Yep. They need him. Rhymes with hell. Uh, th- yeah, that first game they got along fine without him, but I heard somebody it is put best today. James Conner has come back to earth. They need Le'Veon Bell. James Conner is not Le'Veon Bell. To me, it just goes deeper once you've got all the guys commenting publicly about his fucking contract situation. Like, that's... I don't know how, as a head coach, you let that fucking go and keep happening. Like, okay, you, you got out there and your Twitter fingers got a little too excited. That only happens one time. Don't let it happen again. Well, I mean... 
look at it this way. Maybe Mike Tomlin's a little pissed off at Bell for abandoning the team over a contract. Then he needs to be pissed off at the the general manager of the team. <coughs> well, I understand that, but as as the coach, you, you expect your players to be there, and they're going to sit there and dispute about money. I mean, business. you can be mad at who you're going to mad at. At the end of the day, on the field, he needs you, and you're not there. Business move, man. It's uh, I'm always, I'm going to be on Le'Veon Bell's side on this whole thing because how are you going to just shift sides and be on his side when I told you he was going to not show up? And you were no, like, I'm nah, on his side there. of why he's there. sitting out. Okay. That team makes billions of dollars. You can't pay the best running back in the league like he should be paid. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we even talked about it on the regiment a little bit. I don't understand this attitude of he should just go in and be happy with whatever they give him. No, wait a minute. This isn't. This isn't a cushy fucking corner office job. This is your one play, always one play away from your career being done with. Fuck that. You're one play away from your life being completely changed and altered. Go ask Mike Utley. Right? Ryan so, Chazier from the same team. Exactly, yeah. I mean, so why the fuck, yeah, pay me, motherfucker. Because here's the deal. If he wasn't performing, they wouldn't. They would unceremoniously cut his ass. Yeah, he Yeah. He would have been, yeah, he would have been on free agency weeks ago if he didn't perform he he wouldn't have showed up for game one they just had deuces if if this was if, if this was carry on johnson and be like oh you're not showing up huh cool stop dude don't bother <laughs> i totally agree with you and that's why i said at the beginning of the season he's not going to play he's not going to risk getting injured and miss getting paid next year he he is play. he's but reporting week seven that came out today he's he reporting has to report he's reporting during the bye week well, that's yes, exactly. He's going to play. Period. He just was going to sit out as long as he could. Yeah, he's got to play six weeks. Otherwise, free agency is not a guarantee for him next year. And if he wants to get paid, that seems to be the best route to go. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think they're going to trade him. The trade deadline's what week five or six in the NFL. Although it, it did come out this weekend that they, they've started shopping him. They have been taking offers. Who, they've, who have they taken offers from? Like, are we talking legit offers? Or are we talking they're just they're playing the game? Oh, you don't want to come back? Well, we might trade you to a shit team that's even worse than us. Who's going to pay? Who's not going to pay you? I, I haven't heard of any huge offers being made by anybody yet, but I know that they're they're listening. Mark my words: New England, Philly. He ends up in one of those. Come on, cities. Lions! One time. Do the right he's not thing. No, he's not going to come here. He's got an agent. His agent's going to want to... He's got he's, an agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's going to go somewhere where he's got a shot to win. Philly's run game is fucking atrocious. We'll get to them in a second. And yeah, yeah New, he, in New England got, is pinning all their hopes on a rookie. For yeah, their but his, his objective is to get paid, not win. Yes. Well, I'm sitting here looking at the top stories for his trade rumors. You got the Eagles. You got Peter King that thinks somehow the Indianapolis Colts are, might be a destination for him. <laughs> and apparently the 49ers called the Steelers and asked what do they want for Le'Veon Bell. Two of those destinations I'm pretty sure he wouldn't be thrilled with. Yeah, because 49ers don't have anything to give them. <laughs> well, they got an aging Ben Roethlisberger. They can always just give him the goat that is Jimmy Garoppolo. The one that's hurt? Yeah, that's not going to work. 
No, I mean, look, do I think he wants to win? Yes, absolutely, positively, 100%. Do I think he wants to get paid? Yes, more so than even win, period. Which, while we're I, talking about Pittsburgh, I heard this brought up on another podcast today, and I want your guys' opinion on it because I think it's kind of true. Do you think that Pittsburgh team is going to be the greatest team ability-wise to never have won a Super Bowl? So about the current incarnation of the team? Yes, or, or, or last year's, the one that has Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown on it. Starting, and the best at both of their positions. They have won a lot of fucking Super Bowls. Yeah, so but I'm trying to think of a team that's like wow, and that they have. I'm saying won. this carnation. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, with, that, when you have Antonio Brown firing on all cylinders, he's the best receiver in the game. When you have Le'Veon Bell firing on all, he's the best running back in the game. No, I got what you're saying. I, yeah, I can't because anytime they've had talent like this, in my mind, they've won. Right. So, I'm thinking Platts go birthdays, and I'm just trying to think of somebody that you know, Heinz they had Ward them, they didn't win. I mean, in the Heinz Ward days, they won. Yeah. So, right. I mean, I, this has got to be this. Yeah, last season had to be the most stacked roster for them to not win. Yeah, they got Juju Suster as a second receiver, Tony Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I'll go there. It's a shame, it, it, um, and I'm just thinking it's it, it. If Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell get Super Bowl rings, it's not going to be with the black and gold, unfortunately. Yeah, and the fact see, that there's there's been rumblings that uh, Antonio Brown has basically thrown in support behind Bell. If that is a minority opinion in that locker room, especially coming from the head coach, we know how the front office feels coming from the head coach down. Is that is that enough for them to be like, you know what? Sorry, we're not going to do this again. We're not going through this again with, with you. We're already going through it with him. Get out of here. That would be retarded. But that's okay. but yeah, that's balls to just tell Antonio Brown, hey, get out of here. Hey, you know what? It happened in, with the Raiders, so anything's possible. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's there's dude Terrell Owens, top two receiving talent in the history of the game was told, yeah, thanks, but no thanks, pack your bags, by plenty of teams. You know, he was an issue wherever he went. And I'm not saying Antonio Brown is anywhere near that, because I, I, to be honest with you, I haven't heard anything close to what T.O., you know, the antics that T.O. pulled. I'm just saying the fact that he's a vocal supporter of Bell, and if that's an opinion that's very much frowned upon right now, in that locker room, how much trouble can that cause? I mean, look, we there's other things at, at play here. Ben Roethlisberger's getting old, period. That's all there is to it. He's not, this isn't, you know, Ben Roethlisberger of 2009, 2010. And I was going to say getting old? No, ben, Ben's old. And he's finding out pretty quick. Just because your last name starts with B doesn't mean you're anything like Brady. So, I... I I don't know. I, I don't know how bad it is in Pittsburgh. Unfortunately... Uh, Roethlisberger starts with an R, by the way. <laughs> See, you got to remember oh, he's he's ben, a rather he's a rather Brady. robust person. He was focusing on the burger part, not the Roethlisberger. <laughs> That's what us fat people do. <laughs> we focus yeah. on yeah. the food parts. <laughs> I was thinking Ben Brady, you know. Uh, but no, seriously, I mean, if 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 the wheels are coming off this team and they see that their window is coming fast to a close, and they want to rebuild, they're going to lose Bell. Roethlisberger's going to have to retire in the next couple of years. Is, has, he, has, he, 
has his play in the last two seasons shown you that he's capable of going out there and winning the Super Bowl for him? Talk about Big Ben? Yeah. Last two seasons? Mm. Exactly. So if you can get a fucking King's Ransom for fucking Antonio Brown and start your rebuild, why the fuck not? Because you don't want him anywhere near your division. <laughs> you don't want Bell. You don't want to see Bell twice a year. You don't want to see Antonio Brown twice a year. You damn sure don't want to see him coming the other way if you somehow do do a quick turnaround on a rebuild and end up you know, running into him on the powerhouse of a fucking team in the playoffs. Because that's some storybook shit. That's some, you know, I got this chip on my shoulder, and I had a Brinks truck deliver it because it's so fucking big. I don't know. I'm just fascinated by what's going on in Pittsburgh because I didn't think with Mike Tomlin as their head coach, they were capable of being this dysfunctional. I mean, this is, it went from like the Brady Bunch to married with children out there real quick. And that's the thing is, is I think another thing we've touched on a little bit, I think one thing that the, 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 the mainstream media is ignoring is I, I, Tomlin's lost that locker room, man. Between all these, you know, between Bell and 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 Brown popping off in the media, and you know the other players popping off about the other players, it, it, it's it's it, Tomlin's lost him, right? Oh, absolutely. And Heinz Ward was Most on definitely. Heinz Ward was on uh, uh, CBS Sports Radio and I interviewed him like about a week ago, and he said, "I would have to say, I don't know. I'm not." intimately connected with what's going on in the locker room, but it appears that Tomlin has lost that locker room. He goes, and that is a big no-no for other players to publicly comment on a star player trying to get paid. That's, that's, that's like a, that's like a third rail in football. You just don't touch it. You might have your opinions. You might tell your buddies on the team, but you don't go and air that shit in, in public. And I mean, Look at look at what Bell did. Look how he responded. He's responding with fucking what tweets or whatever. Him riding like you know around on a what do you call it jet ski and shit in Miami and and all this shit. And it's like dude, it's gotten petty as fuck out there. It's like it's it's like high school drama. That makes that Odell Beckham on a boat shit look like a joke. It really does because he was sitting there about to tie. You remember that? Huh. No shade. I just never seen anything like that. <laughs> so I you know I. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting because that's a that's not an organization that has a reputation for turning over head coaches like often. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's been what? 3 head coaches in 30 years? How long was the chin there? To, to like 15 years, something like that? It seemed like a good part of my adult life. Yeah. Tomlin stepped right in and just took over and fucking kept the winning going. So, yeah, but he, I mean, it, he won two Super Bowls though, didn't he? Or one? Yeah, Cower. Yeah, he yeah. won. He won a Super Bowl. But he, didn't he take him to the Super Bowl in the nineties? I uh, can't recall. Well, I know they played in the Super Bowl against uh, it, Dallas at that point, which was stacked. I remember because we watched a Super Bowl over at Flayton's house, and Fowler was jumping around every time Deion Sanders did anything. <laughs> Don't remember any of this? <laughs> Cower led the Steelers to the Super Bowl twice, yes. winning one. Uh, yeah, he won Super Bowl 50. And, and he was Detroit hired by the, with the bus. He was hired by the Steelers in 1992. Uh, yeah, on. he replaced Chuck Knoll. 
It goes Chuck Knoll, Bill Cower, Mike Tomlin. Damn. He, he, he replaced Chuck Knoll? Yes. Wow. I mean, okay, for, so from 69 to 91, Chuck Knoll was the head coach. They've had three head coaches since 1969. Detroit's had three since what? 2010? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Like this is not an organization that that, that, that wants to have you know a, a revolving door of coaches. So that's why I'm saying it's going to be interesting, in my opinion, what what happens here in Pittsburgh, especially with Tomlin. 1995 was when uh, Cowher's first trip to the Super Bowl. Yep, yeah, he was 38 Cowers. at the time, the youngest coach to lead his team to the Super Bowl. So yeah, 92, 2006, and in, like I said, Tomlin feels like he's been there forever. Here's the reason why: 2007 to the present. <laughs> Hey, that might answer your question, though, Chris. Most talented uh, Pittsburgh team to not win a Super Bowl. Who was on the team in 95? Uh, Aren't you the football historian? Yeah, I'm thinking it was Tom Zach, right? Is that a question or a statement? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Christ. Please don't tell me you're going to sit here and talk about Mike Tomzak was an elite quarterback. <laughs> oh, but he was. Oh, God. We don't have time for this. <laughs> All right. So, quickly moving on. Yeah. Uh, what? Let's see. Uh, Seahawks and the Cardinals. That's just two teams that are going to be very average this year, if they're lucky. Oh, no. We're good. Jags house the Jets. Shocking. Uh, Texans and Colts, we'll we'll throw them in the pile with Seattle and Arizona. And Andrew Luck's back. I mean, he had a ridiculous. There's another guy threw him for almost 500 yards the other day. But I mean, that offense in Indianapolis is a horror show. Eagles, is there? Do we do we got a Super Bowl hangover going in Philadelphia? Oh, it that way, it's two and two. They We're lost two to the Titans. The lowly tight, the three and one Titans, by the way. Yeah. Hey, and uh, back to the other question. No, we're good. The, the quarterbacks in the 95 Steelers was uh, Neil O'Donnell, Cordell Stewart, Mike Tomzak, and Jim Miller. We're, we're good. Oh, Cordell. Cordell Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Neil O'Donnell, stop it. Wait a minute. Was Cordell Stewart the, I don't do no homophobic? Yeah, I don't do no <laughs> No gay, no homophobic. <laughs> uh, the biggest receiver they had was Thigpen. Their tight end was Mark Bruner, Tracy Green. However, their defense has a very, very good, good, good guy. I have his jersey, Kevin Green. Well, I mean, that was in the, that was the last Super Bowl Dallas won. They won, what, three in a row? Was it three in a row or was it two in a row? I want to say it was two. I think it was two. I thought they won like three in four or five years, and, and they won two of them back-to-back. Well, I know they, it was They were just Sam rolling Fran. at that point. San Fran and them went tit-for-tat with Super Bowls right there. Yeah, because I remember uh, Steve Young screaming on the sidelines, pull the monkey off my back. Yeah. When it was clear that they were going to win. Yeah, but their linebacker core. Kevin Green, uh, LeVon Kirkland, Greg Lloyd. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just named three people you don't ever want to meet in a dark alley and have them hit you. 
Rod Woodson is their corner. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think I'm starting to remember this defense now. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, dude, this is this is a defense. This is a it's one of those teams where the offense is like, uh, okay. And then you get to the defense, you're like, oh, hell no. Can we talk about 2018 football teams now? Yeah, I know, no, right? I'm sitting, <laughs> no, I'm going to sit here and live in the past for a minute. Give me a minute. No. <laughs> uh, let's talk the Saints and the Giants. Is Alvin Kamara the best running back in the game right now? Uh, that's actually playing. Uh, but I do have to... Uh, what do you, what do you mean? So, so, who's the, so who's the best running back that isn't playing? Well... Fair enough. <laughs> but, I mean, Kamara... He, Get three touchdowns again this past Sunday. This guy is—he's uh, in line for the rushing title this year. It, it, I mean, Belling gonna catch him if he plays half a season. Oh no, uh-uh. but I do got to give you an apology, Chris. Uh, I, I was—I was so wrong about their quarterback boy. Ooh, Drew yeah, Brees, dude. It, it, the sun—the sun is just—the sun is just hanging there. It's not even trying to set. My bad. Yeah, looking like that movie Bedazzled, and you're sitting there crying because you're just like, "Won't that sun ever set?" Yeah, I, dude, he's a beast. I mean, let let let's look at Drew Brees' stats so far this year. Okay, just prove how wrong I really am. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, we're four games in. He has already thrown for 1,295 yards. That Eight is, touchdowns. That is ridiculous. Eight touchdowns. How many interceptions? No interceptions. None. Zero. Not one. There's only one other quarterback in the league that has that. And he's only been sacked six times. There's only two quarterbacks that have taken less sacks than him, Mahomes and Rivers. And Mahomes is the only other one that hasn't thrown an interception. Good God. Oh, we'll get to him. Later. Oh, my God. Later. Kermit, the, Kermit Mahomes, yeah. Showtime Mahomes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a reason that when I was talking about Alvin Kamara, I said, is he the best running back in the game today? Because, well, let's just talk about it. I mean, we're jumping all around the slate. I know it was the Monday night game. We'll go back to, we only had a couple more games to talk about anyways. But Mahomes, the, this guy's a real deal, right? Oh, this guy is, I, it, it, I don't care what else he does. He's the real deal. I mean, he, he had a quote-unquote Slow game, all right. Twenty-eight for forty, <laughs> twenty-eight for forty-five, three hundred four yards, one touchdown. This is him on. This is a Patrick Mahomes off day so far. <laughs> that is nuts. Yes. Yeah. I I, I I don't even know what to say. Out of Texas Tech, I didn't see this coming. The the only knock I have against this Chiefs team, they they sure are letting a lot of points in. If the, if I got a knock. The, the one, their their defense. This is not the Kansas City defense of last year or a couple years ago. They they need a little bit of help. I mean, it's a good thing they got, you know, this the, the gunslinger at QB. Because I mean, first game twenty eight points, second game thirty seven points, third game twenty seven points, fourth game twenty three points. You know, that's those aren't exactly stellar numbers to be letting by. If you're their defense, no, their 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 defense isn't not even close to what it could be, what it should be, what it was. But get to Earl Thomas, it might be. Earl Thomas is out. What is is he injured or is he just? He's injured. He's injured. Uh, he, he got a fractured leg. Well, he's, well, he's well. done. 
All right. Well, so, but, uh, see, see ya. Right. Uh, but uh, the thing is, is he was put to the test. He being Pat, Patrick Mahomes, he was put to the test. He was behind. It was the fourth quarter. You had to march your team down there and score. And he did just that, man. Like a fucking general. Like a mm-hmm. fucking seasoned vet. Even and everybody's talking about the left-handed shot put, as they called it, to to rekill to keep the drive going. Yeah, and two, and it's not exactly like they faced shitty defenses either in their first four Chargers. I mean, the Chargers have been a much improved defense. They still need Joey Bosa. The Steelers. I mean, Steelers defense is always the Steelers defense. It has varying deg- even when the Steelers defense is shitty, it's still one. You know, it's still one of the better defenses in the league. 49ers, yeah, probably their their softest defense they played. Yeah, but uh, they but, still had a hell hell of a corner that they had to throw against. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then the Broncos. So too, I mean, the real test for the Chiefs is going to be. I mean, quite honestly, it's going to be your next two weeks. They got the Jaguars and they got the Patriots. You beat the Jaguars and the Patriots. I mean, you might as well punch your ticket to the Super Bowl because <laughs> that bandwagon. That bandwagon is going to be riding low. There's going to be so many people on it. I, I, the Patriots, they have issues. I know they have issues. But as that, far as the Jags and the Patriots, said. though, those are you got to admit if you're you're playing in the AFC, those, those one of those two teams is playing in the AFC Championship game. The Pats, because they always do, and the Jaguars, if they keep this up, they'll be there. The the Jaguars have a meh offense. It's decent. It's decent, but they have a killer killer defense i want to see patrick go against that i'm not so interested in him going against new england's defense i want to see him go against the jaguar defense yeah well well, you can see you next week bright and early at one o'clock i should say this sunday for when the show posts but yeah it'll be interesting i mean how they do versus the jags is yeah and then i will give you that about the jags their their offense is Said it in the last four weeks. Say it again. Who are you throwing the ball to? Keelan Cole, D.D. Westbrook, those powerhouses, those Enough first ballot Hall winning. of Famers. Enough to keep winning. I'm just saying. You don't have to have a complete stellar offense when you've got a lockdown defense. So You just have to have an offense not turning over, not throwing pick sixes. And we we seems like at least once a week we say it. And a quarterback capable of managing the game. Essentially, just don't turn the ball over. I'm going to bring up the Jaguars' first four opponents, though. Just because I like playing devil's advocate. The New York Giants, the Patriots, which is probably the best team they've played so far. The Titans, and the Jets. And you could argue this next week is going to be a test for the Jaguars as well. Hey, it's the first decent team you're going to play besides the Patriots. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I mean, to, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not even going to try to attempt to. I'm like, no, nah. there's no point in it. It's you're right. <laughs> but well, the New York Giants aren't terrible, according to you, Chris. They have two-time winning Super Bowl champion quarterback, so they're not. Oh my god, dude. And a receiver that's worth all the money they paid him, right? So uh, yeah, he is actually. Okay, I'm just talking so about how they are the first four weeks in, dude. The Giants right now are going to be average. The Titans somehow are three and one. I'm going to basically I'm going to go with their schedule as well. How the hell that they're three and one, and then yeah, the Jets. 
who are going to be a big pile of shit this year too. So yeah, I'll I'll be impressed if the Jaguars come out of October undefeated because they have to play the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Texans, and the Eagles. I think Chiefs will beat them and they'll beat the rest. I mean, I gotta be honest. I'm not all. I'm like uh, Cowboys. Okay, that's the one that sticks out to me. With like, all right, and they should be able to win that game. Mm-hmm. That that uh, to me that Cowboys team is just a mess. Period, which <laughs> makes Detroit doing what they did just all the more. Uh, what are you gonna do? But yeah, I I don't know. Tennessee is an interesting an interesting one because if you remember, I I wanted Mariota to go to Tampa over Jameis Winston, and then I was like, hmm, maybe they made the right decision. And then he started with his, you know, Uber driver nonsense and everything else. And I was like, okay, all right, <sighs> this guy, yeah, he's he's not the leader he thinks he is. But Mariota's been like out there just doing his thing, kind of flying he's under the radar, grinder, isn't he? I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like he just, it's kind of under the radar because of wh- where they play, also. Where they play, who he has, who he doesn't have. Yeah, he's a grinder. He's just like. All right, I'll just lace them up and put my helmet on, and we'll go. Who? Mariota. Yeah. He's been average at best. I wouldn't call him a grinder. Yeah, but it's not like he has a fuck ton of weapons at his disposal either. That's true. I mean, he's he's, he's doing what you would hope, you know, a player of his ability would do, which is making the best of what's around him. Mm Mm-hmm. You know the the fucked up thing is that this is this is, t- to me this is the weird part of the NFL season. We're a quarter of the way through, but that's not enough to tell us anything because you can come out stumble and be five hundred four games four weeks into the season and then turn it on like the Patriots or act like you're the Lions and just go one and seven. <laughs> you know, or, or turn or turn it off like you're Kansas City. Last season they went six and zero and then they ended up six and six. Exactly. Exactly. So. It's 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 the very strange part of the season for me because it's like it's not that big of a sample size, but it's enough to start to get an idea. But shit can change real quick. Yeah, I, it, October is generally when you, in my opinion, it, you come out of October, you generally know where 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 everybody's going to be. Exactly. Yeah, water finds its level by then. Yeah, by November, we know who will be a dumpster fire, who will not be a dumpster fire, who's still got a shot, you know, who's dominating. None of those none of those teams will be the Detroit Lions, by the way. <laughs> except, except the pile of shit ones. Well, I mean, is it, is, it, is it pretty much a given that we all kind of feel that the NFC North is between the Bears and the Packers? Or are you still thinking the Vikings are going to right the ship and... and Make a run for the division, Chris. I'm thinking there'll be. I think the Vikings will be fine. Okay. Anybody want to go out in the limb and say the Lions are going to make a run at the division? They're already making a run at the division. They're heading straight to the bottom. The bottom. Bust through the bottom. <laughs> well, they can't go winless again. So they can go yeah. one in fifteen. Uh, keep playing the way they are. That's going to be a fucking reality, man. <laughs> no shit. Well, I, I, dude, yeah, I, it's the Lions. No, there's just no, no, no more need to talk about them. <laughs> that no, yeah, that team is full of people that want to get paid. They don't care if they ever win; they just want to get paid. 
So any other teams that we didn't talk about? Well, we mentioned it, Oakland. So do you think that the, the hit has been from the from the black hole has been lifted off of Chucky? That win bought him a week reprieve. Oh dear yeah, God! Yeah, no. I, I was starting to think he's going to be one of the first coaches to get fired. Oh, it's it's Raiders fans. I was thinking that they were going to string him up at, at halftime on a fifty yard line. <laughs> oh, they still might, guys. Come on, they yeah they won, but it was in overtime against the Browns. Yeah, you needed overtime to beat the Browns. Going to say that I mean, again, Oakland. You needed overtime to beat the Browns. Okay, right. this is it, nineteen seventy four. Is Jim Brown is not on the Browns? Yes. Uh, no, I Oakland has just spectacularly underperformed, in my opinion. I mean, wasn't the hype? It was like we that this is the exact coach we want. We have the best defensive player in the league. We have an up and coming young quarterback. We got beast mode, and now what do they have? Max gone. Has someone woke up Marshawn Lynch from his diabetic uh, Skittles coma? <laughs> I mean, and really, are they building monuments to Carr out there? So, well, actually, I read something that said he is, even with their start, he's still on pace for 5,000 yards a season. Oh, okay. So he can be the Pat Stafford of the West Coast. Yes. The, 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 the best statistical quarterback to never do shit. All right, wonderful. Well, the, the problem is with that off, like, they need to just cut their losses with Amari Cooper. Like, he's had one good season, and the rest have all been very average. Don't fucking remind me. The The hype can only take <laughs> you so far, Amari. Yeah, I just want to say that, it, 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 you know, a little fantasy thing. Everybody in the fantasy fucking world is like, oh, don't drop him yet. Don't drop. And I'm like, how much longer am I supposed to keep this fucker doing nothing? So yeah, yeah, Mari Cooper. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not impressed. Yeah. So it's yeah. I, who's their offense? Beast mode. Amari Cooper. Who's their other receiver? I can't even remember his name. Exactly. That says a lot. Yeah. Exactly. I can't even remember who their second receiver <clears throat> name. So. And and because because I have such a uh, uh, knowledge of Chucky. When at what point does the fucking quarterback carousel start with him? At what point does he start just shuffling around, trading for quarterbacks? My guess would be if you go into the bye week with one win, fire up that carousel music. Well, you know, I was watching him, and I'm sorry, Derek Carr looks a lot shittier under Gruden. I mean, last year he was really good. <clears throat> I don't know if it's the lack of receivers, you lost Crabtree. I, I don't know what it is, but. He looked good. This year, it just he just can't seem to find a rhythm. I, I, how do we have all of these teams that need pass catchers and Des Bryant still doesn't have a gig? That must Same tell. reason that we need we have all these teams that need starting quarterbacks and Colin Kaepernick still waiting. Uh, two different players there, man. <laughs> Des Bryant's a way better football player than Colin Kaepernick. Well, I agree, but Colin Kaepernick's way better than Beathard. Yeah, but Kaepernick also has some baggage that comes with him now. Which <laughs> makes me want, makes me wonder what the fuck is, that, is Des Bryant showing up with dead hookers in his luggage every time he goes to <laughs> meet with the team? I mean, what the fuck is going on? Where like Cleveland was like, yeah, no, thank you, we're good. 
Yeah, we'll came take in, Josh back. <laughs> you came in, you said hi to every single person at the facility and shook their hand and then left. We're good. The only thing I can think of is he wants to get uh, he wants to be the number one guy and get number one money, and he's just he's not at that point in his career anymore. It's the only thing I can think of that's keeping him not from being on an NFL team. Well, I mean, he, he might have to deal with some realities here if he wants to play again. Yeah. I mean, I do remember a report saying he said he has no problem sitting out to the middle of the season. And I'm like, yeah. enjoy your seat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How often does that really work out? Especially, he's not exactly, you know, a spring chicken. Yeah. He's 29, which for wide receivers, you know, sun's starting to set on you at 29. Exactly. Yeah, you're, you're looking at, like, the to quote Eddie Murphy, this is 2018. This ain't back in the day where, you know, receivers like, hey, I'm going to sit out. And, no, no, we'll have any of that. <laughs> now they'll say, I'm going to sit out. Get, sit the fuck out. <laughs> well, I, I, oof, yeah, I don't know. He must be a, just a fucking a, a head case to deal with. It's the only thing I can think of. Yeah. They could use him in Seattle. They could use him in New England. They could use him in fucking Oakland. They could use him in Arizona. They could use him in... They're dying for him in Detroit. Yeah, they could Yeah, they could use him in Detroit. They could use him in Baltimore. I mean, we got Galladay in Detroit, but, I mean... They could use him, him with Des Bryant? Fucking Ooh. Miami. They could use him... They could, Des Bryant could be... Half the teams in the league could use him right now. See, to me, the, the thing that <clears throat> is the red flag... Is that Cleveland didn't want him? <laughs> why is it? Why is New England not want him? New England took a chance with, with uh, uh, Josh Gordon, uh, him and uh, Jesus fuck the free Randy Moss. Thank you, thank you, brain fart. Like they have a history of going. Okay, we'll take a chance with you, but you're going to walk the line. You're going to play and 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 keep a your personal bullshit at a New England. Patriots level of professionalism, at least while you're here. Once you leave, you can go back to being an idiot, but it ain't, you ain't doing it while you're here. And so, I mean, it's like I said, I, I, I really would want to be a fly on the wall during these like team meetings that he's had when he's met with the teams and stuff and see what the fuck is he saying that these teams are going, uh, no, nah, we're good. Thanks. He's going, no, I, Hi, I I'm Des Bryant. Fuck y'all. Like, is, is that always greeting everybody? No, I, th- I think you guys hit it right on the head. He wants to be number one receiver with number one money. And people are treating Des Bryant like, you know, the new PlayStation. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll wait a little while. Your, your price will come down. Yeah, they're probably telling him, like, this ain't 2009. Do you need a calendar? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to connect the dots for you? Yes. Do you understand when at the height of career of your career you were compared against Megatron, who's now retired? Okay. <laughs> That's how long ago that was. Well, it, it, it's, I don't know. He's, like I said, I just, I got to believe something's not right there. He's, but, you know, maybe it's the, it's the, I'm sure he's asking for a lot more money than he's actually worth. I mean, obviously that's what you do. That's negotiating. You don't walk in and, and, and basically say, this is the least I'll work for. 
Because they're going to be like, okay, cool. Now, if he walked into New England and said, I want to win a championship, pay me the league minimum as long as I win a championship, that's one thing. But, yeah, for a team like New England to pass up on him when they could use him, when Tom Brady has fucking resuscitated people's careers, has given people careers who've had never had a career again once he stops throwing to them. Yeah. Wes Welker looking at you. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> Shit. Hey, hey, Gronk, we're thinking about trading you to the Lions. I'll retire. Fuck that. <laughs> Fair enough. We're sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. Psych. All, All right. right. So are we on to the picks? Yes, sir. And uh, Rich, dun, dun, you and dun, I, dun. you and I stay atop the rankings. You and I, I both went. <laughs> yeah, we went 11 and 4. Iceman, you didn't have bad as week as you thought. You went 10 and 5. Uh, yeah, Rich and I hanging out, hanging in there with a 632 percentage. Iceman at 588. Going on there, Ice. Get a little those cocky. 10 seconds. I'm telling get, you, those 10 seconds. Get that Super Bowl hangover. I don't have the hangover. The, damn. the last two seasons of picks. I could go through this list and tell you how I got fucked. It doesn't matter, but damn. All right. Yeah, and if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. All right. So week five. Let's start out with the Thursday night slate. It is the Colts at the Patriots. It's been the awesome. Oh, well, I picked last week when we were tied, so you picked this week. Uh, let's go because it's easier for me to type. Let's go, Rich, me, Earl. So, Colts at the Pats Thursday night. This would have been a great game in 2008. This year, not yet. 2008. This meant. This meant that. Peyton versus Brady. But it's not 2008. It's 2018. You have Andrew Luck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to give us some music bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Colts, Patriots, I go first, right? Yeah, and the Pats are at home. Yeah, give me the Patriots. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. Peyton Man's been gone a long time, so is, so is Marvin Harrison. Yeah. Give me the Pats. Well, of course you're going to take the Pats. What are you, nuts? Hey. I bet Indy fans are taking Indy in this game. <laughs> they're praying. They're praying that they don't hurt luck again. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Please don't hurt your shoulder. All right. Sunday, 1 o'clock games. Yuck. Titans at the Bills. Oh. I, <laughs> Titans. Come on now. Yeah, and until Buffalo gives me further notice, they're getting picked against every time. Give me the Titans. Well, I think this one's going to be a lot closer than you think. Obviously, last week they blanked against Green Bay, but it's Green Bay. They're going against the Titans. Their their rookie quarterbacks got a couple of games under them. I'm still going with the Titans. I'm just saying it's going to be closer than you give it credit for. All right. Next up in 1 o'clock slate, uh, two 3-1 and one teams going at it. The Fish heading up to Cincinnati, taking on the Bengals in the Red Rocket. I just love that because it sounds like I'm calling them a dog penis. Uh, give me the Bengals. Yeah, the Fish are frauds. Give me the Bengals. Both of these teams are frauds. Give me the Bengals. I still ain't picking the Fish. I get to pick the Tiger one time and hope to God that I'm right. Ooh, the Battle of the Clevelands, the Ravens, the Old Browns. Heading to meet the new Browns <laughs> in Cleveland. 
Mm. All right. I'm not I'm not fully sold on the Baker Mayfield hype. I'm going to go out in a limb and I'm going to go Ravens. Well, I'm not a believer in the Ravens offense. I'm a firm believer in the Ravens defense. Here, give me the Ravens. All right. Last time, going against both of you, and I'm going to pick the Browns. I am a believer in Baker Mayfield. 42 points. Come on now. Kid's got kids got maxi, I'm telling you. He's got some moxie to him. Maxi? I was going to say, what is he on his period? Yes. <laughs> got some pads going on. I'm telling you. Pad level. I, I'm sorry, guys. Not sorry at the same time. Whatever. What's the just, last time just, you saw a Cleveland Browns team have 42 points? Just book your fuck. I don't know. Bernie Kosar was playing, but anyways, book your fucking your 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 Greyhound trip to Cleveland so you can go worship at the We Are All Witnesses, the, the repainting that he took LeBron down and put Baker Mayfield up like Christ. I do want to point out that the Cleveland Browns did exactly what the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers did. Everybody get the fuck out. <laughs> I got new people. <laughs> All right. Speaking of everybody, get the fuck out. Packers are coming to Ford Field on Sunday, taking on the Lions. <sighs> this is the game I hate picking because I'm uh, Packers. But if I'm wrong, I'll never hear the end of this from certain people. You think I'm a Packers fan the way they rub it? In my I'm like, what? you're just not that good. What the fuck? Calm down. You're a Lions fan. What do you got to be excited about? In the Aaron Rodgers era, I'm never picking against the Packers when they play the Lions. Give me the Packers. Or the Brett Favre era. Or <laughs> <laughs> the Bart Starr era, you know. Uh, if this was Thanksgiving, I'd pick the Lions. It ain't. Give me the Packers. That's a rare pick against the Lions for you, Iceman. Nah. Not last no. week was the first time I picked it. All right. Next up, Jaguars at the Chiefs. Chiefs are at Arrowhead. Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. Jaguars, they got a good D, but Earl, you talked about it earlier. Their their offense is suspect. Uh, Yeah, this this is going to be first test for Jacksonville, and they're going to fail. Give me the Chiefs. Oh, this is going to be two freight trains. Both sides of the ball. It's going to be two freight trains just colliding. I I can't wait to see this game. This is going to be the game of the week. Could be the game of the month or the game of the season, because... Yeah, Jaguars doesn't don't have the potent offense, but they have one that can make plays happen. They can move the ball. They've proven that. And their defense is is I mean, it's what you want in the defense. They're stoppers. And Chiefs, good God, man. I don't know what tube they created Mahomes in, but ugh. I I fall back to, to Rich's statements. If Kansas City has a year, this is their year. Because there's no tape on Mahomes for people to watch. And when they think they have him, somebody mentioned tape last uh, this last week. They said, you know, we see that when we, we get him out of the pocket, he can still run and throw. And that's what he did this week. So there's no really, you know, a whole bunch of tape that people can look at to, to scheme for Mahomes yet. So all I'm saying is, you know, Kansas City, this is your year. Either do it or don't, because next year they're going to have his number. Deshaun Watson, looking at you. I, You know, I, I'll say this. I just want to see the Chiefs win the Super Bowl so I can hear Mahomes and that Kermit the Frog voice go, I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Hi-ho, Kermit the Frog here. I just, Dude, when he started talking, I was like, you got to be kidding me, right? I'm being trolled, right? He's fucking with us. That's why I picked for his girlfriend. I was like, oh, God. Some guys, all the luck. <laughs> 
Next up, Broncos at the Jets. Jets are at home. Broncos. Yeah, I was going to say Jets are at home. Broncos are the Broncos. Give me the Broncos. <laughs> Jets are the Jets. Yeah, but they got Sam Darnold. I mean, they beat the Lions. <laughs> Broncos. Next up, Falcons at the Steelers. Shootout alert. I don't have faith in the Steelers team anymore, man. Give me fucking Breeze and the Falcon. Or no, uh, 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 not Breeze. Excuse me. Matty Ryan. Ice and the Falcons. Yeah. Sorry. Wrong NFC South team. See, uh, Steelers are at home. They just lost. Falcons are banged up. <sighs> man. Before the season started, I wouldn't think I'd have had this much problem picking the Falcons. Yeah. You know, I'd have been like, oh, get Steelers, please. Steelers. But. You know what? I'm going with the home team on this one. Give me Pittsburgh. Coin flip. Absolute coin flip. You got a one and three Falcons team that is in desperate need of a win, or there's there's a four alarm fire that's being hit down there in Atlanta. You got a Steelers team that doesn't want to play anymore for their coach, doesn't care what he says, doesn't care what he does. Age old Ben. Ah, Falcons just aren't that good on defense, though. I'm gonna go with the Steelers on an island. All right, I'll take it. Giants at the Panthers. Ugh. Pass that coin you flipped. Oh, come on. This is an easy one, finally. The the fallback default position, only because they're home. Give me the Panthers. Because they're at home. <laughs> Give me the Giants. I like their offense way better than Carolina's, because Carolina doesn't have one. They have Christian McCaffrey. End of list. For everybody who's still listening, disregard everything you just heard out of Chris's mouth. Give me the Panthers. <laughs> Who do they have? They got Cam Newton, they got Christian McCaffrey. Who else? It doesn't matter. You're looking at one side of the ball. you got to look at the other side of the ball. The New York Giants can't stop a goddamn thing. Yeah, but there's two sides of the ball, and one of them you have to score points. And they can do that in, in with And Eli's got Odell. He's got Sterling Shepard. He's got Saquon. Who does Cam got? Come on now. You can stop all the points you want, but you got to put them on the board. Cam's got his tailor, who's got an awesome <laughs> yeah, sense no, of humor. Right? He's got a Peter Pan hat <laughs> waiting in his locker. Don't hate the man for style. Uh, it's you know, years past they had potent offense, but I'm just saying this year it's yeah. You, you stop all the points you want, you got to put them on the board, and I think that's going to be Carolina's issue. Well, it's, I understand your point. I really do. However, is their number Giants one receiver, Devin Funches, Giants with all of your offensive weapons that you want to name are one and three. Carolina is two and one. I mean, you need a calculator? No. Panthers. The, the awful Eli Manning has already thrown for 1,100 yards. Yeah, totally uh-huh. sucks. Alright, oh. next up, the Raiders at the Chargers. In the 80s, this is the battle for LA. Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Raiders. <laughs> Based on what? Chargers are going to butt fuck them. No, Chargers they're not. Way more offensive weapons than the Raiders do. Are, are you kidding me right now? You're gonna yeah. Go they to have the Melvin Gordon. Offense. They have Austin Eckler. They have oh my god. Keenan Allen. They have Mike Williams. Antonio Gates. <laughs> Philip Rivers. Come on now. That Philip Rivers. You want me to look up Philip Rivers all-time statistics or you, statistics you for this year? All you want. Philip Rivers has quietly been one of like. Philip Rivers is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer when all is said and done. You look at his statistics. All right. 
next week when we're talking about this and the Braiders beat the Chargers, you are no longer allowed to talk about stats. <laughs> what? <laughs> it doesn't even know, make right? sense. <laughs> Winning wins and losses are stats. So we can't talk sports, in other words. No. No, he wants to talk about how good or bad uh, Rivers is, or Eli Manning is. He wants to talk about how many yards they've thrown. Tell me how many games they've won and lost with their amazing arms and all of their offensive weapons. Well, in his career, he's 108 and 88. Post. Now we're going career stat. We're you just said, tell now. me how many games he's won now. and lost. He's 108 and 88 in his career. Live in the now. Okay. He's one in three. Well, I can tell you he's won as many Super Bowls as Archie Manning, who's in the fucking Hall of Fame. I, I, I mean, the, the argument is he's he's a first ballot Hall of Famer due to his stats. Dan Marino's in the Hall of Fame and never won a Super Bowl. I mean, we, we, so if we're not going to, if we can't, if, he, if, he, if Chris can't use stats, what's he supposed to use? The eyeball test? Philip Rivers <laughs> this year so far has thrown for 1,156 yards and 11 touchdowns through four games. Yeah, he's awful. Anyway, this he's still two and two. Way to go. Loving your stats. Love you in Fantasy League. All right, anyways. Yeah, okay. That retardedness aside. <laughs> uh, Vikings heading to the Eagles. Last year's NFC Championship game. Man, give me the Eagles. Man, I got I to gotta dance. With who brought me, man? I just the, the Eagles' offense this year is. I, I they're running back by committee. You know, Jay Ajay is not healthy. Alshon Jeffrey just came back. Give me the Vikings. I think they got a chip on their shoulder too. Well, I'll tell you what, they need this fucking win. That's for damn sure. I said it earlier. They made a mistake. Kirk Cousins is not their savior. He's going to sink their ship. It's not going to be right with him there. Eagles are trying to shake off their hangover. I mean, they're at home. I, I got to give them a shot. All right. Next up, Cardinals at the 49ers. Ew. Ew. The toilet bowl of the week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nasty. Oh. The I don't give a fuck game of the week. Uh, <sighs> give me the Cardinals. Give me the Niners. The Cardinals, at least for me, are probably going to be in the running to be one of, if not the worst team in the league this year. So give me the Niners. Yeah, followed quickly by the Niners, but you're still followed by the... Give me the 49ers. Sam Bradford, Josh Rosen, it don't matter. They both suck. Yeah, you still you still have Larry Fitzgerald is your best pass catcher, and he's old as fuck. You have David Johnson being wildly mediocre in your backfield. Yeah, it's going to be a long year in Phoenix or Glendale or wherever the fuck they play. Uh, Rams at the Seahawks. Uh, Rams. As much as I want to say, hey, the Seahawks are at home. I've watched football this year. Give me the Rams. Yeah, it's way different when you watch it. (laughs) Yeah, give me the Rams. No doubt. And there's no fucking Sunday Sunday night. night. Yeah. The Battle of the Lone Star State. Yep, sure is. Oh. Cowboys Texans. Of course, ESPN has it listed as like the third game because that's how it goes. Yeah. Cowboys at the Texans. Sunday night game. 
I don't think either of these teams are all that great, but I think the Cowboys will win this game. I think Houston has more offensive weapons than Dallas. Give me the Texans. Well, we damn sure ain't going to tie this week because we picked against <laughs> each other for almost the entire fucking pick section here, Chris. So, and, and I'm a grass is always greener on the. I'm hopping fences like my man in Colleen, Texas. What? <laughs> yeah, give me the Texans. They got a defense that's better. They got more offensive weapons. All right, Monday night, Redskins at the Saints. Oh, fuck oh. of the week coming. Saints. Yeah, I was just going to say, this is going to be ugly. Give me the Saints. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Adrian Peterson, you can try. Uh, Alex Smith, you should have retired. Saints? Saints are going to go find a switch for Adrian Peterson, beat his ass with it. Leave marks on his leg and shit. All right, so I guess this leaves the college games. All right, we talked about earlier, Michigan State's playing Northwestern. Oh, who's going to win? How's Michigan State's field goal kicker? I'm just checking. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, well, State's going to win. There's people by, by, by more than a field goal. So Yes, I'm also picking State. Yeah, State. Well, you know, I'm picking Northwestern there, Ice Man. <laughs> uh, and then Michigan. How the fuck did I get in basketball? Hold on. Uh, Michigan taking on I'm in basketball again. How the fuck do I keep getting air? F is for football, Chris. Alright. Ooh! The Terrapins from Maryland coming into Ann Arbor. Uh, I'll quietly say Hail to the victor. That's it. That's it. That's all the enthusiasm. Yay, another game that does not matter. That they're probably going to squeak through and win, and it's going to give the fucking Walmart Wolverines hope. Once again, wake me when they play someone for real. Did, did Michigan actually go up in their ranking? I don't fucking know. They're number 15. If they went up after that Northwestern, well, we've talked about it. We we all think the ranking system is bullshit. Give me Michigan, but that's wow. So state, uh, if, so if Michigan State beats Northwestern by a field goal, are they going to go up in the rankings? Doubt it. But anyways, we you know we talked about that at the beginning of the show. Yeah, but, definitely. I'm with Rich. It's going to be a squeaker. Give me Michigan. A squeaker against Maryland. <laughs> What they do, it's gonna, baby? It's gonna be it's gonna be uh, a, a ESPN instant classic. You know, Jesus God. Do you remember when Michigan actually played games that mattered, like had seasons to look forward to? Pepperidge Farms remembers, but <laughs> should Maryland just go back to the ACC where they belong, please? Well, they needed that. They needed that East Coast fucking draw for the Big Ten. That's why they went with Rutgers, as well. Mm-hmm. That's why they picked up Nebraska for that Midwest, you know, middle of the country shit. But yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be one of Michigan's last three wins, anyways. So, because <laughs> after Maryland, they got Wisconsin, MSU, Penn State, all in a row. Then they have Rutgers and Indiana. So there'll be their other their next two wins, and then yeah, they close out you know at the horseshoe. So yeah. Whew, God. 
God. I might have to call in sick on that that week. <laughs> like that's I don't know whether to call in before or after because it's going to be ugly both ways. I don't know how anyone could fucking think that Michigan is going to go in there and have a shot. But whatever. That's still quite a ways away. We'll we'll, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> yeah. well, the the bus carrying the team could crash on its way back from its previous road game. Yeah, all every single player and coach on for OSU might come down with food poisoning on the day of the game. You never know. All of a sudden, all the peanut vendors are in. Yeah. <laughs> oh Christ! All right, it's man. I can't. Got to tell you, football season's already quarter of the way over. Goes faster, faster every year. But I've been pleased so far this year. You know, not necessarily with my home team. But I've been enjoying the season. I've been enjoying the fact that all that flag garbage so far has been kept to the preseason. Nope. There's been no there's been no news in my Sunday mornings fucking it all up for now. But I have to say, as a Michigan fan, I got a buddy who the other night put on the Michigan game and I'm like, why are you and he's a huge Sparty, I'm like, why the fuck are you listening to the Michigan game? He's like, because they're losing. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, thanks. Uh, Love you too, Tony. Asshole. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, I guess that's just going to do it for this week. Uh, Make sure you check us out every Thursday on ChristopherMedia.net, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Generally, we are there. Uh, We are on social media and sports, podcast on Twitter. Uh, and you can email the show sportypodcast at christianmedia.net thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week alright later guys peace out y'all if you like this show please tell a friend please follow us on twitter and like and share us on facebook by searching for Christopher Media you can subscribe to all christophermedia.net shows for free on christophermedia.net please make sure to rate and comment on all your favorite Christopher Media shows Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And thank you for listening. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.